All right. Good morning. So good to be with you all here today. We want to welcome all our guests, those that are with us for the first time or who have recently been coming. We also want to honor and appreciate our Winter Haven campus. If you are, um, yeah, if you're attending the Winter Haven campus, would you stand in Lakeland? Can we give these guys a round of applause? We want to thank Winter Haven for coming over on our nine-year anniversary service. Yeah, you can give the Lord a round of applause for that. So if you are uh, just here, just visiting, it is a special time uh, that we have planned together. Uh, There is cake in the lobby. Uh, I'm hoping uh, for the first year that I actually get a piece. And so if someone is out there and wants to you know, cut me off a little piece of cake. I'd appreciate that. Uh, We do always have cake in the lobby. And also uh, wanted to officially let you know uh, that the other side of the building, uh, Maranatha School of Ministry and the chapel, uh, has finally passed everything and we are good to go. So can we give God a, a round of applause for that? There's so many that we could thank, uh, but just real quickly, Rick and April Myers, will you guys stand? Rick was the contractor. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> thank him for his hard work. And in fact, if, uh, if you helped at all uh, in the renovation, if you gave financially, why don't you stand real quickly and let's honor you. Don't be shy. Come on. Let's give these guys a round of applause. Thank you so much. And now if you are a Maranatha School of Ministry student attending the school, why don't you stand? So there's a lot going on here, amen? We believe that because of the blood of Jesus, His shed blood at Calvary, He has banned feeding tube Christianity. In other words, we now gather together to participate rather than spectate. And we believe that Jesus is our living hope and He is bringing together living stones that are being fit together to build His house And two scriptures that come to mind today as I have often in our early years laid on the floor and just pretty much said, God, I can't do this anymore. Two of the scriptures that I've held on to, one in Matthew 16 where Jesus said that He would build His church. How many of you are delighted that you're in God's house? That He would build His church, that You are His people, that this is a work of His Spirit, and then that the gates of hell would not prevail against it. And we are a living, breathing, active uh, witness in the earth of uh, God's hand upon this ministry 
And I'm just so uh, very grateful uh, for all those along the way, not only here in Lakeland, but in the planning of our campus over in uh, Winter Haven. Thank you so much for your sacrifices, both seen and unseen. I have been kind of waiting to um, show you this, this chair here. Uh, don't insult the chair because you'll insult me. But I, I just wanted, uh, this, this sits in my office over in the other way, and if you're trying to figure out what this is, I, I don't really know. Uh, we got this from a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and these were our first set of chairs at Heart of the Father Ministry. And, you know, I, I meet a lot, of, uh, a lot of church planters or plants and when I tell you that God literally did the impossible, uh, we're really not kidding. Uh, we planted in 2010 out of our living room, and we literally had no money and hardly a handful of people. And uh, it's, it's funny when you meet church planners and they start with 100 people or they got lots of money. And this, this chair right here is a testimony of God's faithfulness and His goodness. And I just want to encourage you today that if you have a dream in your heart and you ask God to make a way, whatever that He provides I just want to encourage you to accept it. Maybe even if it doesn't look like what you thought. I just want to say that one more time. I don't know if you have a dream in your heart, a calling, a vision for the future, but whatever God places in your hands, maybe you were looking for a new $50 church chair and it was a $2 Chinese chair that we took a trailer down to Fort Myers and almost crashed trying to get the chairs. Smile with me. <laughs> His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And God is looking for faithful stewards in the earth. We are sitting in this facility. We have two beautiful campuses, quality people from all over the United States um, because of God's grace and because a group of people gathered seeking to be faithful. If we're faithful with the little, He will entrust us with the big. And I trust that God uh, had a small word of encouragement for any one of us that are here today, you know, we pray for things that our eyes haven't seen, our ears haven't heard, our mind hasn't conceived, but then when they show up, we tend to run. Have you ever prayed those prayers like, Lord, just open it up, and then He opens it up, and you say, well, is, is there another option? You know, because I wish we were all accurate. I'm sure we've all prayed and believed, and man, life just did not turn out the way that we thought. But I think life in the kingdom is a test of stewardship and faithfulness. And I just want to thank you all for standing with us and walking with us over the years. And, um, you know, you, you don't have to kiss the Chinese chair or throw an offering. Don't, don't be weird. Uh, we, I'm not trying to idolize the chair, and we're, we're not going to put it next to the altar next Sunday. 
it's, it's going to go back in my office, but I look at that chair every day that I come into my office here, and uh, I say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for your grace. We do have a uh, highlight video um, that the team has put together. I asked them to play it last so I don't break down and cry, honestly. So um, we're going to play that at the end, kind of a commemoration of all that uh, God has done in our midst. Um, I also want to let you know that tonight at 6 o'clock is our first ever uh, Maranatha student-led chapel uh, over in the new uh, side of the building. Um, these meetings are open to the public. Uh, they will be once a month. If you don't want a move of God, please don't come. Um, if you're looking for three songs and a nice message, uh, if you're looking for just, you know, putting in your time and saying you went, uh, really not for you. And as well, uh, there's no famous preachers. Um, all that's going to be happening is called fathering. And so we are going to seek to train and equip and release um, our students to function in whatever God has. I'm just acting as the facilitator. So if you ask me for a prophecy or a prayer, I will just direct you to one of our students that I will randomly select without them knowing. But they're excited that we got a security, uh, there's child care zero to four, a greeting team. I mean, imagine that, training for ministry, and you actually get ministry experience. I mean, I, I know that's crazy to, to be around a ministry that's not all about one guy preaching every Sunday. And I know that's strange, but we're seeking to develop a kingdom culture here where there's a training, there's an equipping, and there's a releasing. And so we want the living stones to come together, young and old, to be fitted to build a house where the glory of God can come and be made manifest in the earth. Amen? Well, I've written a uh, letter here today. I am going to be making a special announcement about my role here at Heart of the Father that's going to be shifting and changing effective immediately today. Um, as I read the letter, uh, you don't have to hold your breath. I'm not moving anywhere. Uh, this is not Paul in Acts 20 weeping with everyone. This is not a funeral, uh, so you don't have to brace yourself for me saying I'm leaving. However, there are significant shifts and changes that I wanted to articulate in a written document that will also be published online just so that those who follow us online and around the world can read and obviously you can hear it here today. So let's open up in prayer and I'll read this and then we're going to get into some exciting stuff. Father, thank you for today. Lord, we thank you that your word says that unless you watch over the city, the laborers labor in vain. Lord, we thank you that your word says, Lord, that unless, Lord, you have preeminence in all things, Lord, we're really just building in vain. Father, we ask for your continued blessing upon this house and your house in Winter Haven. God, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would cause this body 
to come to life like never before. God, I pray that you would burden us to build for the generations to come. Father, I'm asking that you would give us grace to build for legacy. Lord, let these places be a place where our sons and daughters can come to know who you are and who they are in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Heart of the Father ministry family, today on our nine-year anniversary, my heart is simply overflowing with exceeding joy and profound gratefulness for all that God has done in our midst. From humble beginnings in our living room in 2010 to currently having two campuses filled with some of the most precious saints and leaders I have ever met, my family and I feel so incredibly blessed and privileged just to be a part of this precious family of believers. We are surrounded by tremendous staff members, elders, and deacons that have made leading this body a true joy and delight. I say that with all sincerity. Over the years, God has continued to expand His reach around the world through Jeremiah Johnson Ministries. I have now had the privilege of ministering in 40 states and 15 foreign nations. From authoring eight books to hosting my weekly television show, and speaking at national conferences and gatherings, the burden to expand God's kingdom has steadily increased. When God encountered my heart in 2017 to plant and establish Maranatha School of Ministry, a two-year full-time school of ministry, I began having private conversations with our eldership team of what it would look like for my role to shift at Heart of the Father in Lakeland. We began intentionally praying, seeking the Lord together, and slowly removing a majority of responsibilities off my shoulders, involving the weekly oversight of our staff, the vision of the church, and finances of Hot FM. I cannot commend our eldership team enough for not only their tremendous leadership abilities, but their true love and passion for God and the people at our church campuses. We have always built and led as a team, and God's grace has remained so strong throughout this process. Our relationships with one another are solid, and we, and, and we remain committed to love and relationship in the years ahead. Earlier this year, we felt the release of the Lord to initially announce to our staff and deacon team this shift that God has brought. After much discussion, prayer, and questions internally, I am thrilled to communicate openly that there has been no organizational turmoil, distress, or fallout between any members. Our finances are in good standing, and we continue to be blessed by God. Today, on our nine-year anniversary, it is now my true joy to share these changes publicly so that we can all rejoice and celebrate as a church family the abundant provision and grace that God has and will continue to provide for us all. 
starting effective immediately, I'm now shifting out of my role as an elder at Heart of the Father Ministry and will now function as an apostolic advisor and father to both our eldership teams in Lakeland and Winter Haven. Whereas my responsibilities and focus over the last nine years has been primarily concerned with the vision, finances, and precious people of our communities, I will now focus on advising, fathering, and providing counsel to our leadership teams as needed. I will also no longer be receiving any monetary support from Hot FM as I desire to give rather than receive. This shift in my role at Heart of the Father Ministry will now cause my primary responsibilities and focus to rest on overseeing Maranatha School of Ministry and the mandate God has given me to write, speak, and travel through Jeremiah Johnson Ministries. However, I am still committing to preach once a month at each of our campuses, and my family will still very be, uh, much be involved in the lives of the saints. I will meet with our eldership teams on a regular basis and make myself available for counseling, accountability, relationship, and prayer. I am truly thrilled today on our nine-year anniversary to commend and lay my hands on both of our eldership teams and commission them to do the work that God has set before us all. On behalf of my wife and my family, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your constant prayers, gifts, and support over the years. We greatly anticipate what God has in store for us all and remain committed to do our part in this shift that God has so clearly orchestrated. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please do not hesitate to contact the office or one of our elders. We love you all and believe the best is yet to come. Grace and peace. Thank you. Well, the worst part is over. <laughs> to say it in another way, I'm not Superman. Um, some of you know uh, how busy I really am, <laughs> both locally and abroad, and uh, we believe that this shift, uh, and as I stated before, internally has been taking place for several years now, and um, now we uh, have felt the liberty to share it publicly. And as I had mentioned in the letter, uh, I am today going to lay hands on both of our eldership teams. And some of you might be asking, well, how is that working? Here at Heart of the Father Ministry, the way that we have read the New Testament 
is that Paul or Titus or Timothy, one of the apostolic delegates, would go in and they would plant a church, they would pioneer, and then they would lay hands on a group of elders and commission them to do the local affairs of the church. And God sent us uh, Derek Kelly several years ago. Can we give Derek a round of applause? Derek had come from the panhandle of Florida. I had ministered at the church that he was a part of several times there and just always felt a a true bond, a, a brotherhood with him. And little did I know that he was actually from the central Florida area. And Derek had come down to Lakeland and was our uh, young adult pastor uh, for several years and had the opportunity uh, to really do life with him for an extended period of time. Um, I always knew that his burden, uh, his call was to plant a church uh, in the central Florida area. And again, because of our model here, uh, we're not... Um, necessarily in favor for a a one man does everything. We believe in a team fivefold ministry approach. It increases the level of accountability. It allows for the Spirit of God to manifest Himself in numerous ways. And so it was about a year ago that uh, Derek became an elder here, and then we launched him out uh, to help pioneer uh, in Winter Haven. And myself, uh, Barry, has been, I've kind of been going over more the last few months. I've been meeting weekly with Derek. And the goal has always been to establish an eldership team in Winter Haven as well. Now, something that I want to say publicly for the record is I do not endorse a what I call a mothership approach to church planting. So I believe that every church in the New Testament was self-autonomous, that they had their own DNA. It was organic. We consider ourselves relationally connected with Winter Haven. There is a deep love and a bond there, but this is not a click track. This is not a mimicking, parroting, echoing. We don't want them to wear our armor. This is not sending a Davidic company into Winter Haven so that they can wear our army armor. No, there is their own calling, their own destiny, their own future, and I believe that the giants are going to fall in Winter Haven. I will be uh, heading over next Sunday to the campus there. Uh, they have just finished. Uh, Their renovations and their new facility will open up next Sunday. Can we give God a round of applause for that? And so today, um, I want to call uh, Derek. Derek, why don't you come down to the front here? And Jess, will you come? Can we give these guys one more round of applause?
So we know that uh, Derek is an elder uh, at Heart of the Father Winter Haven, but today uh, we are going to announce uh, who the other elders are. And so as I announce their names, um, I again would encourage you to give honor and give glory to God. Um, these are uh, men that I have met with, uh, both them as a team together and individually. Uh, I, I, I honestly, it's, it's really a credit to the grace of God, but I travel so much into so many different churches and ministries where you have so many gifted individuals where their character is not in order. And I, I just cannot say enough. You know, sometimes you miss, you miss the, the trees because you're in the forest. But these are men and women, uh, both in Lakeland and Winter Haven, where this is not a show trying to convince men and women things on the outside. This is uh, people that have committed to only what God can see in private. And it is my absolute joy and privilege to commend these leaders to you also in the sight of God um, as upstanding men and women that meet the character qualifications. Um, I'm not going to preach a whole sermon today, but in both Titus and Timothy regarding church leadership qualifications it has absolutely nothing to do with gifting. We're living in a church culture today where people get ordained as leaders because of their gifting. Here at Heart of the Father Ministry, we are seeking to establish a more excellent way that models itself after the Lord Jesus Christ rather than the Pharisees and the religious leaders. Amen? So first up, if you could help me uh, welcome to the platform here, uh, Ray Hahn. It's honestly, it's so hard not to get emotional. I remember when Ray was baptized in the Holy Spirit. We're meeting in a cruddy hotel in Lakeland here. Oh, if you guys just knew the church planning journey, we'd, we'd show up on a Sunday and they had gotten drunk the night before and this, it, was a, it was a wreck, and I remember the night Ray and Jason DeVere were baptized in the Holy Spirit. I remember when this couple would cry out that God would give them a child, and now they have Jonan. I'm just grateful for the faithfulness, the enduring love and mercy of God that will see us through. We just have to keep persevering. We just keep have to doing the best that we know how. 
But we want to welcome Ray and Misty onto the eldership team. And then finally, I'd like to welcome Andrew Graves and his wife, Annette. not even sure what to say about Andrew and Annette. If you're looking for a mother and father, you're staring at them. I want to present gifts today from my wife and I to these men and their wives. Willie, come up here. Help me out. You got those big old arms. These things are too heavy. had these, um, these plaques made, their elder ordination in accordance with 1 Timothy 3 and 1 through 7 and Titus 1, 5 through 9. I affirm the character qualifications and the call to fivefold ministry on his life and ministry and grain is their name and their date today. want to uh, anoint them today and commission them into the work that God has given them and have been uh, just separating myself, uh, seeking the Lord, and um, just want to take this as a, a serious moment before the Lord. I believe that there's a, a spiritual transaction even in the spirit realm that happens, I believe, in the gift of impartation. And whether you're a part of Lakeland or Winter Haven, or you're just visiting today, I know that so many of us are believing God that He would have His way in this nation. Amen. In every city and church and family. And um, the scripture that the Lord gave me for you all as a team is from Ephesians 6 verse 10 it says finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil for our struggle is not against flesh and blood going to be people that will come with all sorts of agendas and all sorts of flesh and I want to encourage you they're not your enemy the people are not your enemy the devil is for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, 
against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore. Stand firm. Father, in Jesus' name, I just lay my hands. Will you guys just come together and hold hands? I lay my hands. And I commend these leaders to the word of your grace. God, you are able to do abundantly more than all that we could ask or imagine. Father, I pray now that as they are commissioned into the work that you've called them to be and to do, that every ceiling that the devil has set before them now will become a footstool. We pray for a realm of impossibilities to begin to open up. We pray that you would bind them together in love that they would shepherd the flock voluntarily, that they would not lord it over anyone, their role. But God, you would baptize them in servanthood. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might, let the spirit of might rest upon you now. For the battles ahead, they will be fierce. For have I not called you to a city and a region where the giants are many? But I am sending you there under my authority, says the Lord. Under my decree, says the Lord. Just run with the decrees of the king. Let me be the king, says the Lord. And you run with my decrees, for you are my emissaries. You are my ambassadors. There shall be a realm of boldness and courage that shall come upon you that will overtake the enemy. I call you to be on the offense. Do not, withhold, do not give up one inch. For there shall be an advancement in this coming season. Even as I have given you this land, this building, and you have done well to build my house. The Lord says, even as I have planted you, this is not a season to settle in, but this is a season for advancement. There is an ekbalo, there is a thrusting forth that shall come upon Winter Haven and great will be the reward. The spoils of war will be many. For my saints and my spirit shall wreak havoc 
upon the enemy in that land. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God. Lord, we bless these couples. We bless Winter Haven. We release them. We release them into divine destiny. No shoes to fill except the ones that you will give them. I break off. I cast off your shoulders any expectation, any pressure to look and act and talk like Lakeland. We prophesy originality and authenticity and divine design. Go now. Go now and become all that God has destined you all to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Can we stand and give God a round of applause? She come to a picture. Can you get a picture? I got pictures. Of them too? Perfect. Yes, Perfect. Bless you. You want to give your plaques this way? And What do I say about Lakeland? How many of you honor and appreciate David and Barry and Brandon? I want to um, specifically thank Barry and Dave. Brandon has uh, come along later in the journey. But I've just got to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, a wild guy to, to relate to and follow because I have uh, 68 dreams a night. <laughs> so I was always wanting, you know, a new vision every year. And I'm just grateful for Barry that said, how about just a Bible vision? How about just one vision? Like make disciples. Uh, I'm telling you, this church has been stabilized because of Barry's contribution and his love for the Word of God. You see a lot of prophetic and apostolic folks that get off the train tracks because there's a lack of foundation, a love for the Word of God. I can honestly say I have never feared for this community one day in my life. And one of the main reasons I have not feared is because I knew that we had fathers who loved the truth more than pleasing people. 
I just want to encourage you, if you don't know those kind of people, find them. Find people who love the truth more than politics, who love the truth more than pleasing people. It is a safe covering that you can find shelter in in your day of trouble because days of trouble will come and they will separate the fans from the followers of Jesus Christ. And I want to honor Barry. I want to honor David. David was a man who came to us in maybe 2013, maybe around there. We were in the, uh, the South Pipkin Road. You know, if you know our story, God always hit us. We were in like six different buildings and no one could ever find us. And Dave came in having already served in a church leadership capacity, but you would never know because he never tried to elbow his way into anything. Uh, he demonstrated humility and meekness. David is a great man of wisdom. I've often told people that if there is a problem uh, going on, David is one of the first people that I would call to the table because I believe that he has the wisdom of God. He asks the right questions. And buddy, you're not getting away with anything. <laughs> if, if you know Dave, you better mean what you say and say what you mean. And I, I know firsthand. So I'm, I'm grateful for, for Dave and my wife and my assistant Sarah who said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Last month you said we were going that direction, and this month you said we're going this direction. Which is it? Let's, let's think about this before you jump off the cliff again. And uh, it's been a, a great joy uh, to know Julie as well. And Diane, uh, these, 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 I just, these are incredible men and women. My, my heart as a young man has searched to and fro around this nation looking for quality mothers and fathers and I'm telling you they're right here in this community and then Allison and Brandon um, just a, a true joy can we give them a round of applause you know when I met Brandon he had an afro uh, he was a uh, Florida Southern basketball student. Brandon was actually at our first ever meeting that was in our home off of Edgewood. And Allison was our first official hire way back in the day. And so uh, imagine Morgan and I without any kids. Allison wasn't married. And we worked in this little small office I was really grateful for it because the office before that, we couldn't afford to pay the air condition as a church. So I used to sit in an office that was 86 degrees and literally sweat for a year while we were doing the church. I would cut the grass. I mean, it was like one of those where you're like, God, this, like there's something else, there's something else. But when Allison came, uh, we had a little air-conditioned office, and her and I really have more of a, a brother-sister relationship, and it was such a joy. How many of you are grateful they came back several years ago? And um, I consider both of them really a true son and daughter of this house. 
God has um, clearly given a prophetic picture of what it means to come. Brandon used to stack chairs, just always wanting to serve. And they're a prophetic picture of the process that God has each and every one of us on to get us to our destiny. So I want to um, thank you and to each of these elders as uh, brothers to their wives. Thank you for receiving my wife and I. And as I mentioned before, over the years, as God began to expand uh, my calling and my wife's calling in certain areas, just the stretching and the running and the burden and all these kinds of things, they've really helped us not to shipwreck, and I'm just so grateful for them. So, uh, brothers, would you guys come up with your wives, and uh, could we give uh, these guys a round of applause? As you know, for us, it's a little late to be doing this because we've been functioning like we have been for years. But I, nonetheless, I wanted to honor them publicly uh, with a gift and give us an opportunity to honor them as well. Um, the passage of Scripture uh, that God really laid on my heart for this team is out of Acts chapter 20 where Paul meets with the elders at Ephesus and again, if you know the context there, he's saying farewell. I'm not saying farewell. So just, you know, again. But Paul says to them in verse 32, he says, And now I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give to you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. One more time. And now I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Today I just want to commend these brothers and their wives to God's grace if you've ever tried to start something or planted something, we are absolutely nothing without God's grace. Amen. This church would not be here. Our lives would not be like they are without the abundant provision of grace. Barry has taught it so well in the book of John. Grace after grace after grace. So there's an abundance of grace that God has for us. So will you just stretch out your hands with me? Father, according to your word, you guys just come and huddle here with me. Father, I pray great grace upon my brothers. God, that you would breathe life into their lives and their ministries into their marriages and in their families God where would we be without your grace 
It is your breath that fills our lungs. And God, I pray, Lord, that in this place there would be enough oxygen from heaven for everyone. God, I ask that you would preserve and that you would keep life, a love for life, an honoring for life. Let them set it at the center. Lord, guard this place from dry and stale and mechanical and going through the motions. God, we thank you for the foundation of Jesus Christ. Lord, we fought for it so hard that no man but you would get the credit. Lord, we have built according to how we read your word best. We built as a team so that we could keep you at the center. Jesus, may you be glorified in this house. No matter what shifts or changes come in the years ahead, I pray that you would find a people in Lakeland and in Winter Haven who love Jesus more than a church or a denomination or a man. I commend these men and women. I bless them. I thank you for them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give them a round of applause? can be seated. I want to call up my wife one last time. Can we give Morgan a round of applause? Well, I forgot flowers, so. <laughs> but I just wanted to honor her. I know that those of you who know us close know the price that she pays. There are not only wars here in Lakeland, there are wars that I leave to fight all over this nation. And even as I'm fighting in other places, there's warfare at home. I cannot remember the last time I've traveled where something didn't break. Somebody didn't get sick. It's all part of the yes. But I want to thank God for the wife that He's given me. She is the perfect fit. 
I look at her all the time and I've just honestly never had a thought of being with someone else. And I'm just grateful for her. I want to encourage those of you that are called to ministry or maybe something else to pray for God's best. Um, you know, I'm kind of the prophetic loony bin and Morgan is as level-headed as they come. I'm in, you know, prophetic melancholy roller coaster. You know, I'm, I'm on fire on Sunday morning, and then on Monday I'm down in the dumps, and we're all going to hell. And, you know, you know, Morgan's just faithful at home and just telling me to chill out and have some fun and, you know, get a hobby. And... Um, I just appreciate her. So thank you, Morgan. Can we give her one more round of applause? Okay, we have a video. I'm already crying, so praise the Lord. We have a uh, video that the team is going to play, and then uh, Barry Nichols is going to come up. It's been uh, an amazing journey for us uh, from the very beginning in the house and even before that, just uh, planning and praying. And there's been lots of uh, great times. It's been glorious in some levels and other levels. It's been heart-wrenching and agonizing, and that's just the way that it goes. That's, that's what planting is like. That's what plowing is like. And I wouldn't take anything for this time of walking together with you with you, with all of my brothers and sisters here, and the whole process, it's been truly glorious. There's been lots of times where I, my wife and I walk at night, we walk outside, and I'd say, baby, how can we continue to do this? This is so crazy. It's so hard. But we always came back to this. It's what you want, Lord. The ultimate reason for everything and the Father's plan that overshadows everything is that in everything, Jesus Christ would have first place. That's our heart. That's the banner over heart of the Father. And it's been an amazing journey these nine years. We've had lots of transition. I told Jeremiah many times, I said, bro, why didn't we just name the church Transition Church? Because we're, we're just going to have a new vision every year. We're going to have a new banner on the wall every month. We're going to, you know, it's just going to be changing back and forth. That kind of action um, happened throughout the process, but the Lord has worked in powerful ways and beautiful ways, and this, this is not the end. This is a beginning. This day is not our day. This is your day. This is the day that the Lord has created, and the vision doesn't stop. It continues, and I believe there's an acceleration that is coming that the Lord is bringing, and everyone who sits in this room that you feel like you're part of this place, whether it's Winter Haven or here, you're part of that vision because the body of Christ is not one gifted prophet that comes and gives the word of the Lord and we all go, yes, 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 but it's the whole body and all the giftings that the Lord has distributed evenly across this place that all of those be ignited, that all of those be uh, come in their fullness and full fruition in our body. That's our heart. That's the New Testament 
That's the heart of Jesus for his people. He's placed the members in the body just as he desired. That's you. That's all of us here. And our heart is to bring to fullness everything that is inside of every person. Let that expression rise. And in a huge crescendo, all of us giving glory to God to where Jesus is the one who is exalted. His name is the name that's lifted up high. It's not heart of the Father. It's not Jeremiah Johnson. It's Jesus Christ who's lifted up. And his fame and his glory goes over this whole city and over this whole county and out of here it radiates the kingdom of God is advancing this is your day not just ours this is a day where the Lord is calling and drawing everyone here if you feel like you're part of this vision and joined with this people here or Winter Haven just encourage you every service come ready Come with a heart that's on fire, ready to give out what's inside of you. Don't come as a spectator because we need you. We need your voice to rise up to glorify the Lord. And we want you. So I want to do a couple of things as the band's going to lead us out in some kind of a raucous worship, right? So... Join with me, if you will. This is a transition for Jeremiah and Morgan and their family. Let's pray for them. We appreciate them. It's hard for me not to cry because my heart feels so connected with Jeremiah in this transition, although he's not leaving. But this is an advancement for the kingdom. Will you join with me? Stretch your hands out towards Jeremiah and Morgan and their family. We're going to pray the blessings of God upon them and the advancement of the kingdom of God over them. So Father, in the name of Jesus, as your people, we thank you for Jeremiah and Morgan and their family. We thank you for the gifting that you placed in this man and the calling that you put upon his life. We rejoice in that, Lord. And we pray for expansion and explosion and that it come forth in its fullness, that every hindrance that is in the way be blown out of the way by the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. That you would make the crooked way straight, that you would make the mountains and the plains before them, and that you would prepare the way. In every situation, every moment, every day, every month, every year as it advances, that you would advance and expand the kingdom of God. And the glory of Jesus Christ would be the burning fire that consumes every adversary in the way. Let it be so, Lord. Let your blessing rest upon them. Let your protection and your covering be over them personally, relationally, financially, spiritually. Keep them strong and healthy and vigorous in heart, never fainting or wavering in what you've given them to do. Strength and grace, God. We pray over them. Strength and grace and favor and peace. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Would you all stand with me? Let's lift our voice and thank the Lord for what he's done and what he's going to do. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We thank you for your mighty purpose. Be exalted, Lord Jesus.